1: a role in the outcome of the game when it comes to the Celtics and the Heat. Looking at the line on this one, like I said, it's the Celtics laying seven and a half at home. Total 215 and a half. The Celtics now plus 225 to win the series. Heat minus 275. Jenks, what is the number one thing that you are watching for in this game?
0: I think what I want to see is if the Celtics play with some sort of heart and some sort of some sort of sense of urgency when I see it in one game, like we saw last night, that doesn't resonate with me. It's one game. So one game does not make a trend. It does not mean anything. It just means, hey, for one game, the the team that wasn't supposed to win or a team that has laid down during this series or during this season got to win. The Oakland A's are a perfect example. They're the worst team in baseball, one of the worst teams ever to take the field. But they do win games. From time to time, the A's win. So I don't look at one game and say, oh, the Celtics have got some fight in them. Because if you look at the at the series history, at least in this one series, the Heat have been a Mm -hmm. markedly better team. The Heat have had the better coaching. They have had more intensity. They've been more consistent. And they've been fan. And this is not new for the Heat. Were this an opening round series, I'd say, oh, wow, maybe this helps make a run. This is who Miami is at this point. They are a team that are going to be a difficult out. They are going to make the NBA Finals. If I'm wrong, I will be happy to say, you know what? For the first time in 150 tries, a team down 3-0 made the NBA Finals. I'll be happy to eat crow because the, the odds of that happening are astronomical. The Heat are going to make the NBA Finals, and they've done it because of their consistency and their coaching and their intensity. And that's the one thing that... The Heat just got beat last night. They had a bad shooting night. They shot 25% from long range. They need help from guys outside of Jimmy Butler. And the Celtics got hot. They went on an incredible run. It does happen in the NBA, and certainly the Celtics are talented enough to win a game in a playoff series. So when I take a step back, I say I'm going to look at which team has performed better, which team has been more consistent. That is the Miami Heat, and I cannot believe that you're getting seven and a half points with these guys.
1: That's the other factor. They don't even have to win. It doesn't even have to be that close. Right. And you best believe that I will be on the seven and a half with the Heat, especially with a guy named Jimmy Butler, who still has full confidence in what his team can do. Even in that series against the Milwaukee Bucks, when nobody believed that the Heat were going to advance, Jimmy Butler was saying, this team's going to win an NBA Finals. I can feel it. I have confidence in my team. We're going to make it. And what do you know? He's already in the Eastern Conference Finals, which is much deeper than anybody expected this Heat team to go. But let's go back to the huge stat that everybody is going to be referencing in this series. In this situation, when teams are down... 0-3 uh, in a series. They have lost 150 straight times when it comes to the overall series. Let's examine that stat for uh, a second. Do you think this is something that we can say, okay, it's kind of like roulette where you spin the wheel 150 times, maybe it doesn't land on a number, but each roll is its own set of probabilities? Or do mm-hmm. you think there are factors baked into this that make it a stat that is worth backing because you see it and you're like okay there's no way but isn't part of sports is trying to open your mind to the unexpected
0: yeah i it's possible there's no question about it i when I, i will say this and and i'm not trying to throw this back at you immediately but When I see stats like this, how much do you let that factor into your betting? I I never want to let something like this influence me blindly. I'll take it into account. But some people are trends people and they look at things like this. It's a big factor. Some people, there are some betters out there, which was surprising to me to learn that they don't really look at trends at all to them. Trends are just something you throw away. And each individual matchup is its own entity. But for me, I definitely think you have to take something like this and at the very least consider it. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes!
1: Oh, for sure. But the problem is it's baked into the number as well, because yeah. even though the Heat don't get a ton of market credit, they are still the huge favorites to win this series. So I think that is the the downfall of this trend is like, you're not sneaking up on anybody with this trend. <laughs> right. Everybody has heard this trend by now, and especially the sports books. Uh, but getting back to this game uh, and the seven and a half, And maybe a total here. Are there any other angles that you are looking at? Because I know last game I was looking at the Jason Tatum points prop and I thought to myself, Mm -hmm. hey, it's an elimination game. You need to lean on your superstar. Do we think this is the case again? Because I think the problem with Jason Tatum is he's been somewhat inconsistent where he has a huge game and then he has a stinker and then he has a huge game. And then we don't know what to expect night in and night out. He doesn't seem to have the super aggressive Mm -hmm. approach that we see from other superstars in commanding the ball. So do you think the Celtics team goes as Jason Tatum goes, or do you think there's another player that's going to step up and be the big X factor here?
0: Man, I would have to do a little more research here and dig into this. And this is the problem with betting a star, right? Is that Mm -hmm. you don't – everyone – it's going to be baked in, particularly with a superstar. I would say that in – Like last night, you were on Jason Tatum. I like that play. A lot of people were on LeBron's points prop in Game 4 against the Nuggets, and he went over that because you would think, you would hope in theory, that your superstars tend to rise to the occasion, right? The best players on their individual teams have to get it done, and they generally do get it done when their team needs them to do it. The problem with this is that, A, as I mentioned, it's sort of baked in, and then, B, LeBron is one thing. Even before Game 4 against the Lakers – and or between the Lakers and Nuggets. One thing I mentioned on the show was if there's one guy who's going to show up for the Lakers, even if they lose, you know it's going to be in LeBron. I don't necessarily feel the same about Jason Tatum. If there's any guy on the Celtics roster that could, it's Jason Tatum because he's the best player on that team. But he's sort of, you're right. The Celtics have gone kind of how he's gone throughout the series and he has been very consistent. was great last night. So neither have the Celtics. I think what I would do is maybe dig a little deeper into the numbers and find someone who is not a marquee name where maybe you can find some value on a player pop there. With Jason Tatum, it scares me a little bit because the one thing the Heat do very well is play great defense. And there's always that possibility that they could lock down Jason Tatum or someone else if you're on a points prop. I would look deeper into the market.
1: Yeah, you know who's been really good is my NC State guy, Caleb Martin. He has been great for the Heat. One would think he's almost their third best player, and I think the argument could be made for Gabe Vincent as well. But his points totals have been uh, 16, 18, and 25 in the last three games against the Celtics. So maybe we see some more run from him. But let's talk about our bet on the Heat getting the 7.5 because I think we just said that basically the Celtics Mm -hmm. don't deserve to be laying – this amount of points. And I think the case could be made as you look at all these games at the heat of one outright as huge underdogs. But there are other, I'm sure there are other reasons behind it. I think for me, you look at the three-pointers made last game, the Heat only made eight threes. This is a team that's been absolutely prolific during the postseason at hitting those threes, so I think some regression is due. Is there anything else that you're seeing that's like a good reason to back the Heat here? <sighs>
0: attitude <laughs> really <laughs> that's right. uh I, 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 seriously when i listen to the celtics what do they say jalen brown says hey if we can win this game and get get to to miami we get back to miami that'll feel good that'll be good for us what is jimmy butler saying we're not worried about it man we're gonna have some beer we are gonna have some wine some basketball we're not worried that's a loose team that's a team that's not sweating anything so attitude matters i like the heat
1: yeah, and also coaching matters. Do we still trust Joe Missoula? I think that's no. a no from me, dog. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.